You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, October the 13th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. At the Haifa Technion, a faculty member in his 60s was seriously hurt in a fire caused by an explosion in a laboratory on the fifth floor of the material engineering facility. He was evacuated to Rambam Hospital. The laboratory sustained heavy damage. Firefighters were scanning the area to rule out any leak of toxic materials. The cause of the blast was not immediately known. Justice Minister Amir Ohana says Israel will do all it can to secure the release of Naamai Sashar, who was convicted of drug smuggling and sentenced to seven and a half years in prison in Russia after being caught with nine grams of marijuana, which were left in her bag when transiting through Russia on a return trip from India back to Israel. Speaking on Khan Radio, Ohana said that a decision will be made in coming days regarding Russian hacker Alexei Borkov, who faces charges in the United States. Russia reportedly sought a swap of Issachar for Borkov, but an Israeli district court and the Supreme Court had already authorized his extradition to the United States. Ohana said that Issachar's matter is being dealt with at the highest levels, including the prime minister and Russian president Vladimir Putin. Violence in the Arab sector. Police have arrested a 24-year-old resident of Jasar Azarka for suspected involvement in last night's shooting incident in the village in which five people, including a 12-year-old girl, were injured. He will be brought before the Haifa Magistrates Court for a remand hearing. In Ara village in Wadi Ara, a general strike is being observed, including in schools, in protest over yesterday's murder of Mohammed Hamadan. A suspected price tag attack in northern Samaria. Palestinian sources say that in Marta village, the tires of several cars were slashed. An anti-Arab graffiti reading was scrawled, reading, among other things, we will take our fate in our hands and expel our enemies. The Turkish military incursion against Kurds in northern Syria. Arab sources say Turkish troops have seized control of three Arab villages in the area of Ras al-Ain and begun fighting with Kurdish forces west of Talabayad. According to the Al-Arabiya network, more than 100 Kurdish fighters have been killed since the launch five days ago of the Turkish military campaign. The UN said that at least 130,000 people have been displaced from their homes in areas of fighting. Israelis have joined thousands of others across Europe yesterday protesting against Turkish assaults on Kurds and in northern Syria. About 100 people protested this morning opposite the Turkish embassy in Tel Aviv against Ankara's military incursion against Kurdish forces in northern Syria. A similar demonstration took place last night at Jerusalem's Paris Square. Saudi Arabia's national soccer team for the first time crossed a border under Israeli control en route to a World Cup qualifying match against the Palestine team, which will take place in two days' time at the Faisal Husseini Stadium in Aram on the outskirts of Ramallah. A Khan reporter says Hamas had demanded that the match be canceled because of Saudi players would pass through a border crossing under Israeli control, which it said signaled normalization of ties. In Ecuador, two Israeli couples in their 60s were rescued from a city some six hours from Quito after being stranded in their hotel as violent protests spurred by high fuel prices have seized the country. The RL insurance company used local rescuers to extract the two couples in an operation that lasted three days. 
Jerusalem police have completed their preparations to secure the week-long Sukkot holiday, which begins this evening at sundown. Police officers, border police officers, and civilian volunteers will be stationed around synagogues as well as areas where crowd gathers. Security around the Jerusalem periphery has also been bolstered. During the Sukkot holiday in the old city of Jerusalem, car track from the Jaffa Great will be barred except for residents. Access to the Western Wall will be by foot and by public transport. The weather outlook, unseasonably hot and dry in the hills and inland. Chance of local rain in the east with possible local rain tonight in the north, accompanied by isolated thunderstorms. Chance of flooding tomorrow calls for hot to Sharav conditions over most of the country. Isolated thunderstorms in the north and the east with a chance of flooding. Tuesday continued hot to Sharav conditions with local rain accompanied by isolated storms. A severe chance of flooding in streams in the south and east of the country. The maximum temperatures in the main centers. Jerusalem and Haifa 31, Tel Aviv 30, Beersheba 34, and Enelat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. Chag Sameach.